0: السلام عليكم wa الله wa الحمد Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن فلا هادي له ونشهد لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونسجد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله صلى الله تعالى عليه وعلى اله واصحاب وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا اما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القران المجيد والفرقان الحميد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اللَّهُ لُحُومُهَا وَلَا التَّقْوَى مِنْكُمْ كَذَٰلِكَ اللَّهَ عَلَى مَا هَذَاكُمْ وَبَشِّرِ الْمُحْسِنِينَ Respected elders and beloved brethren in Islam, as we are well aware we are now in a very very Mubarak time of the year. We are into this Mubarak month of Zul-Hijjah. And we find that these are very, very blessed days of the year. In fact, according to some, these are the most blessed days of the year. In the month of Ramadan, we get Mubarak nights, etc. And the days in this month, Allah talks about the days of these Mubarak days of Zul Hijjah. That Make the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa taala in these mubarak days. يذكر اسم الله في أيام معلومات, the known days. These known days are these mubarak ten days of Zul Hijjah. In Surah Al Fajr, Allah subhanahu wa taala begins this surah by taking a qasam. Wal Fajr, ولا shaf'i عشر watr wal والليل إذا Yasr. When we take qasam, we take qasam in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We say, wallahi. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes a qasam upon anything, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, by taking qasam on anything, shows the importance of the thing that is qasam is being taken upon. Like when Allah ta'ala says, wal asr. Allah ta'ala takes a qasam on time. It shows the importance of time. So here Allah ta'ala is taking qasam on the Mubarak, 10 days of Zul Hijjah, Wala Yalin Ashr, Shaf'i Wal Watr, all these are reference are made to these Mubarak days. So it shows the importance of these days that we are currently in. Such importance, Nabi Akarim karim alayhi mentions, فَأَكْثِرُوا فِيهِنَّ مِنَ التَسْبِيحِ وَالتَكْبِيرِ وَالتَهْلِيلِ وَالتَحْمِيدِ that increase in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, increase in zikr in these days, by reciting subhanallah, by reciting alhamdulillah, by reciting la ilaha illallah, by reciting Allahu Akbar, increase in these Mubarak days, in the recitation and the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Together with that Nabi kareem, sallallahu alayhi wa mentions, that in these Mubarak days, the fasting of every day in this Mubarak 10 days, of Zul-Hijjah, or the first nine days, obviously we cannot fast on the tenth, but on the first nine days, the fasting on each one of these days, not that a person has to fast all the nine days, but every day that he fasts, he gets the reward of one year. So if he fasts the nine days, then he gets the reward of the nine days. And thereafter Nabi Kareem mentions that fasting on the day of arafah which will, inshallah, our day of Arafah will be next week Wednesday. Even though the Hujjaj go to Arafah next week Tuesday, our day of Arafah will be next week Wednesday, our ninth will be next week Wednesday. So fasting on the ninth, on the day of Arafah, it, Allah Ta'ala forgives a person's past year's sins and the sins of the coming year also. Such is the blessedness and mubarak of fasting on the day. Together with that, Mabiyah Kareem sallallahu Alaihi wa mentions, that a person who makes ibadat on the nights of these ten days of Zul then he will get the reward of the night of spending that night in ibadat. Now we know to, a person does not exactly know which is the night of Qadr. It is in the last ten nights of the Mubarak month of Ramadan and it is one of the odd nights of the last ten nights of Ramadan. But here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving us the reward of spending that night in ibadat by Spending a night of these Mubarak days in Ibadat so these are very very Mubarak days these are very very blessed days in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we should gain maximum benefit from these days friends and elders one of the reasons why these days are so blessed is that a person performs three very very great Ibadat in disease one is those whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepted to perform Hajj they are now performing this farz of Hajj on this day Together with that, a very very important aspect of our deen, a wajib aspect of our deen, that is the qurbani, it is also performed in these days, and a person gets the opportunity also for fasting on these days. So three important ibadah a person gets, the opportunity of performing on these days. The hajj that Rasulullah had performed, was performed just before the time that Nabi Kareem made parda from this dunya. And sahaba Riyal Allah They consider the Hajj of Rasulullah sallallahu as a farewell Hajj. A Hajj. Nabiyakarim sallallahu alayhi passed away 81 days after the day of Arafa. So the advices that Nabi sallallahu alayhi had given on the occasion of Hajj were like parting advices for the Ummah, and such advices that each is a responsibility of each and every Ummati of his ummah Muhammad sallallahu wasallam, to hold firm, firm onto these advices. One of the advices that Rabbi, Nabi Kareem wasallam gave, on the occasion of Hajjatul Wada, Nabi Kareem wasallam addresses the Sahaba, and asked them a question, that do you know what day is this? Do you know what month is this? Do you know what place is this? So the Sahaba replied, that يوم Haramun. It is a very very sacred day. It is a very very mubarak and a blessed day. Shahrun Haramun, it is a mubarak and a blessed month. There are four months that are regarded as sacred. Zul Qadah, Muharram is a, a three consecutive months. So it is a sacred month. It is such a month when in the time of Nabiyakarim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in the days of Far they used to cease fire. If there was any war taking place, then they should honour these months and they shouldn't fight in these months. So it is a blessed day, it is a blessed month, and it is a blessed place also. It was on the plains of Arafat, it was in a blessed place, it was in Makkah al-Mukarramah. So they tell Nabi Karim that yes, it is a blessed place, it is a blessed month, it is a blessed occasion also, it is a blessed time. Nabi Karim wasallam tells them, that إِنَّ haramun. حُرْمَتِكُمْ يَوْمِكُمْ هَذَا فِي هَذَا فِي هَذَا That know well and understand that your blood and your life and your honor of a Muslim is also sacred. Like how this place is sacred, like how this month is sacred, like how this time is sacred. The honor and the integrity of a believer is also very very sacred. In one hadith, Hazrat Abdullah bin Amr mentioned that he was making tawaf for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi sallam, and Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi sallam grabbed hold of the ghilaf of the Kaaba and mentions that O oh Kaaba, how beautiful you are, how great you are, how great is your fragrance. And thereafter, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi sallam mentions that he a qasam in that being in whose hands lies the life of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi sallam. Verily, the honor and the integrity of a believer is far greater than the honor and the integrity of the Kaaba also. In other words, to violate the integrity, to violate the honor, to violate the respect of a fellow Muslim brother is worse than even violating the sanctity of the Kaaba. Such is the honor and integrity of a believer. Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi sallam mentions that three times Allah La Tazlimu Allah La Tazlimu Allah La Tazlimu that behold, behold, do not oppress one another, do not oppress one another, do not be oppressive to one another. In the Kitab Rodur Rayahin, the author mentions of an incident that Malik bin Amr was walking on the seashore and he sees a person running about And this person is saying that I am an example for any person who wishes to oppress another person. I am an example for that. I am an example for that. So he goes up to him and asks him, that what are you saying by, you are saying that you are an example for any person who wishes to oppress. And to see the outcome, the result of the oppression, you are an example. What are you talking about? So he mentions his incident. He says that I was a policeman. Allah the blessed me with a lot of strength. And Allah Ta'ala had blessed him with authority upon the, upon the land. Allah Ta'ala had blessed him with power and control being a policeman. So he says that once I was walking by on the seashore and I saw a fisherman. He had his catch for the day and it was a lot of effort for him to accumulate that amount of fish for the day. So I went up to him and I saw this one fish, one is in hand. So I requested him for it. I told him, give me that fish. So he refused, he declined. So then after I requested that I would purchase it from him but he declined that offer also and thereafter I exercised my power and my authority and I forcibly snatched it away from him and after I took it I began walking and it so happened that this fish grabbed my thumb in his teeth and he refused to let go of it and I was walking with this fish and I tried and I tried to free my thumb from the mouth of this fish but I was unable, I was unsuccessful to do so And when I went home, after much difficulty, I managed to free my thumb from the mouth of this fish. And thereafter I saw that my thumb was bleeding and it had become septic. So I dressed it and I I attended to the wound. But the wound was just not healed. And as time passed by, it began began to get worse. And to such an extent that my thumb began swelling considerably. So he mentioned that after I went to a doctor and I showed him my thumb, and he said that regretfully there is no way we can cure it. The only way out of it is we will have to amputate this thumb. So he said with a great amount of regret, I accepted the offer. I I'd say I, I listened to the advice of the doctor, and my thumb had now be had to now be amputated. But he mentioned that he did not stop there. After a while, the rot began to spread and now it spread to other parts of my hand, and I tried to once again treat it, but I was unsuccessful. And thereafter I went back to this doctor, and thereafter he tells me, he said, now this rot has now spread to other parts of your hand, and regretfully now your entire hand will have to be amputated. So from the wrist down his hand was amputated, but it did not stop there. And thereafter his lower arm was amputated. And he mentions that even after doing that, the disease continued to spread, and the rot continued to spread, the swelling continued to spread. So I went back to the doctor, and he tells me that now you will cut off your forearm also. When I heard this now, I ran out screaming, and I said that I'm not going to allow it. And I ran, and I continued the entire day, not knowing what... And after going out for the entire day, I went and I rested in a place, being tired for the day, and I fell asleep in that condition. And when I fell asleep in my dream, a person comes and tells me, that how many more of your limbs are going to be cut off before you apologize for your wrongdoing, and before you realize your mistake, and why you are suffering, why you are going through all this suffering. So he says, when I woke up, I began thinking that why am I going through all this, and then it dawned upon me that that fish that I snatched from that innocent person, perhaps is because of the wrong that I did on that day. So he says that thereafter I went frantically searching for this person and eventually I found him I went up to him and I begged him and I pleaded from him to forgive me. So he says I asked him do you recognize me? He says that I do not recognize you. And thereafter I told him who I was and what I had done so instantly he forgave me. And thereafter he told me this is not justice that just for one fish that you had taken from me, you went through so much of hardship and difficulty, so he took me home, this person was going through financial difficulty, so this fisherman takes him home, and he gave him a substantial amount of money. And thereafter, when he was about to leave, the policeman went back to the fisherman, and he inquired from him, that after I left, what did you do? So he says that after you had snatched that fish, forcibly away from me, I made dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, And I told Allah, Oh Allah, you have made me weak. I am weak in this situation. And you have given him strength, power, control and authority over me. Oh Allah, you deal with him. I am unable to deal with him. Oh Allah, you deal with him. According to your way, you deal with him. So this was the dua that he had made from his heart. And because of that curse, this curse went upon him instantly. And as a result, he went through so much much of suffering and difficulty in his life. So this was the warning that Nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam had given us on the occasion of Hajjatul Wada that do not oppress one another in one hadith Nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam mentions very very clearly that ittaqu al be very very careful be very very careful and fear the dua of an oppressed person For inna the lay wa bayna hijab that between his dua and between Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala there is no barrier you show harm, you show authority Allah Ta'ala had given, has given a person authority in this world. In whatever facet of life it may be, in whatever aspect, in whatever power and authority, and this person now is under you, and he makes dua against you, then between him and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, between his dua and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, between his dua and between Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there is no barrier. His dua goes straight and directly to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this was the advice, one of the advices Amongst the many, many advices that Nabi Akareem sallallahu alayhi sallam had given on the occasion of Hadjajul Wada, the last Hajj of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi sallam. And friends and elders, we we'll leave you with the closing advice of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi sallam on the occasion of that khutbah. Nabi Akareem sallallahu alayhi sallam mentioned that, فَلْيُبَلِّغِ الشَاهِدُ مِنْكُمْ الْغَائِب, that those that are not here, those that are present, should go and convey this message to those who are not present. In other words, it is the responsibility of each and every person that is present here to convey this message of Islam, to convey this message of Deen, to make Dawat and Tabligh of this lesson that of this entire lesson of the buwat and spread it out to the four corners of the world. So each, each Sahabi that was present there, they took this message of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and thereafter departed throughout the world. And that is why you find that in many, many countries of the world, the graves of Sahaba are present. Why? Because they understood the responsibility, they understood the responsibility of deen, that it is the responsibility of each, each Ummati, of this Ummata Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa to impart the dawat and the message of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam to convey the message of Islam and to convey the message of deen throughout the four corners of the world. This was the iman of Sahaba. This was the covenant that they are taken with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is the covenant, that they are taken with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that they will spread this message of deen, throughout the four corners of the world. So this is the message of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, on the occasion of Hajjatul Wada, that fal yubalighi shahidu minkum al Friends and elders, this is also our responsibility, to convey whatever we have learned, to convey and impart this message of deen, and to go out in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and convey this message of deen. We make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants us the realization of this important message of Hadjah wada Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us the realization and the the tawfiq and the ability of taking maximum benefit from these ten days of Zul-Hijjah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us. Friends and elders, on the one hand, we increase we, we fast in the Mubarak days. We increase in our ibadat also. We increase our zikr also. But together with that, these are days of Toba and repentance also to seek forgiveness from Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Increase in the ibadah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and increase in the zikr and increase in tawbah and istighfar that Allah forgive us Allah overlook our shortcomings and we make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that in the Mubarak days may Allah uh, uh, make us earn our jannet and save us from the fire of Jahannam wa akhiru dawana alhamdulillahi rabbil الحمد لله الحمد لله القائل الحج اشهر معلومات فمن فرض فيهن الحج فلا رفث ولا فسوق ولا جدال في الحج وما تفعلوا من خير يعلمه الله وتزودوا فان خير الزاد التقوى واتقوني يا اولي الالباب فنحمده حمدا كثيرا كلما يحمده الحامدون ونشكره شكرا جميلا كلما يشكره الشاكرون ونشهد الله لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له Shahada to يوم القيامة Al-Piyamah, and I am the one who is 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 لي نعنة الله لحومها ولا دماءها ولا كي يناله التقوى منكم كذلك سخرها لكل تكبر الله على ما هداكم وبشر المحسنين وقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم والحج المبرور ليس له جزاء إلا الجنة وقال عليه الصلاة والسلام من حج فلم يرفث ولم يفسق رجع كيوم ولدته أمه وقال عليه الصلاة والسلام من وجه ساعة لئن يضحي فلم يضحي فلا يحضر مصلانا أو كما قال صلى الله تعالى عليه وسلم بارك الله بارك الله لنا ولك في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم بما فيه من الآيات والذكر الحكيم أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم <تصفيق> 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 ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده ولا شريك لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبد ورسوله اما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القران المجيد والفرقان الحميد اعوذ بالله من الشياطين الرجم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين وال穆سلمين والمسلمات وبارك على أزواج وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر رضي الله تعالى عنه وشد في أمر لا إِعْمَر رضي الله تعالى عنه أصدقهم حيان عثمان رضي الله تعالى عنه وقضاهم علي رضي الله تعالى عنه وفاطمه سيده نساء اهل الجنه رضي الله تعالى عنها والحسن والحسين سيدا شباب اهل الجنه رضي الله تعالى عنهما وحمزه اسد الله واسد رسوله رضوان الله تعالى عليهم وان كل الصحابه اجمعين الله الله في اصحابه لا تتخذوا غرضا من بعدهم من أحبهم فبحب أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغض أبغضهم وخير أمة قرني ثم الذين ألونهم ثم الذين ألونهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم عز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر من نصر دين سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم جعلنا منهم واخذل من خذل دين سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ولا تجعلنا منهم اللهم ربنا لا تجعلنا منهم عباد الله رحمكم الله ان الله يأمر بالعدل والاحسان وايثاء ذي الْقُرْبَةَ وَيَنْهَىٰ عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروني اذكركم ولا تكفرون the, gaps and straighten the steps, ensuring that your heels on the line standing shoulder to shoulder
1: حيّ عن الفلاح حيّ عن الفلاح ودقامة الصلاه قامت الصلاه الله أكبر الله أكبر لا
0: إله إلا الله الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين Shiva, الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير عليهم ولا رب قل الله ملة إبراهيم وما كان من المشركين ان اول I الذي the one who is the one who is the one who is <تص I'm سمع الله لمن حميدا الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر Surat <سراط> الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم <وغير تصفيق> ولا الغالين وإذ بوأنا لإبراهيم مكان البيت ألا تشرك بشيء شيئا وطهرا وَطَيِّرْ بَيْتَ يَلِّطَائِفِنَّ وَالْقَائِمِينَ وَالْرُّكَعِ السُّجُودِ فِي الْمَسِيِّ الحَجِّ يَأْتُوكَ, رجالا يأتوك رجالا وَعَلَى كُلِّ غَامِلٍ مِن كُلِّ فَجِّ ليشهدوا منافع لهم ويذكروا اسم الله في ايام معلومات على ما رزقهم من بهيمة الانعام فكلوا منها واطعموا البائس الفقير ثم ليقضوا تفثهم وليوفوا لذورهم وليوفوا نذورهم وليطوفوا بالبيت العطيق الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa عليكم wa الله اللهم صل على سيدنا wa وعلى wa barakatuhu 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 wa Allahumma ahsina qibatana filumur kulliha wajanna min khizid dunya wa adhabi al-qabri wa adhabi al jazallahu anna nabiya muhammadun surallahu alayhi wa sallam bama wa ahluh ya rabbi salli wa sallim daiman abadan ala habibika khayril khulqi kulli himi wa sallallahu wa ta'ala ala khayril khulqi sayyidina wa matohana muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahabihi ajma'in biruhmatike ya arham